0: welcome back to the flow track podcast flow track podcast at gmail.com is our email address I'm Kevin joined by Gordon on this Friday if you didn't get a chance to listen to our interview with Carson Warholm yesterday Lincoln and I chatted to the two-time world champion for about a half hour yesterday you might want to check that out but we have no world champions today it's just me and Gordon
1: hey man world champion I think my <laughs> I think my mind sweeper personal record is a world record I don't know I, my, I'm yep. really good at Minesweeper. Have you ever done like uh one of those like computer games that like like Chips Challenge or Minesweeper stuff?
0: Mm-mm. No, I was not big at computer re- games.
1: I was I got really good at it. They're, they're like the Windows ninety five computer games, not the ones that are like PlayStation and all that stuff. I'm talking about the ones that come pre installed on your laptop or your desktop. Mm. Man, I was I was
0: very good at Chips Challenge and was very good at Minesweeper. There was a point in the interview yesterday. I don't know if you've listened to it yet. You probably have. I have not you've been yet. an Eagles fandom, but there was a part that you'd really like. Um, and I'm being serious here because we asked, "Well, did you ever think you're not competing?" And he said, in, "In 2020, because of the pandemic, and because just a lot of other people weren't racing, and it's not the Olympic year." And he he broke it down, and Lincoln put this clip up on the site, basically saying an average. If a good career, if you get it, is 10 years long. Why would I waste 10% of my career not competing? And I was like, actually, Gordon's run some numbers here. And uh, you have a good point, Mr. Carson Warhol. Yeah. The average career is only four
1: years. But, you know, maybe it's but, different. But for from him. And it, Yeah, for him. I mean, the average, dip, like, the hot, like the worst and the best, it averages out to four years. So mm-hmm. 10 years is on the... The end of like a centro Leo Carson Warholm type career. And then you have the one year career as like uh Shaquille Walker. Remember him? He was like good for like a year and then gone. So mm-hmm. it's just
0: crazy how that works. Yeah, retired, became a dentist. But like Yeah. Yeah, ten years make sense from the perspective of you usually if you're if you're a great, you have two Olympics. And then getting to that third Olympics is really pushing it. That's where you really separate yourself. That's why Bolt is who who Bolt is. And if you're really really special, then you you know go even beyond that. And then there's people who are just kind of timeless and able to stick around and stay in the equation. But I, I like that answer. I mean, a jive with with what we thought this year. Hey, why wait? I could take these shots at all these world records. So, anyway, interesting interview. I think you'd like it. People could check it out. Uh, enjoyed talking to him. He also had a cool piece of art behind him that fit in really well with his uh, his persona, which made me laugh the first time he logged on. And we saw a giant sheep behind him. It's interesting. Um, but it looked sort of like a ferocious sheep, if that makes sense.
1: We have some uh, college news. Oh, don't, don't touch
0: that. Well hold on before well, you do that let me ask you the, okay. let me ask you the question everybody's favorite question when it comes to you talking about news are you reporting this Well yeah it's out there there's it, just oh. news hit in the past 24 hours
1: I, I texted okay. you guys this news you guys didn't respond So Oh, oh we're you're talking sp- about
0: UMKC that's what you're talking about
1: Yeah well UMKC well okay. that's one of them They're starting to become more uh covid related Track and field deaths, you could say. Uh, that, that's maybe cuts. in poor taste, cuts. but you know what? You know what I'm trying to say. Cuts, cuts. yeah, cuts. Um, but uh, yeah. So Courtney Ferrix tweeted out how she was disappointed. And kind of, kind of reminded me of, you know, Ben Blankenship's ex- exact same tweet. Like, how how can you do this to me? Uh, mm-hmm. but UMKC University of Missouri Kansas City, which I guess is in Kansas City, but which is in Missouri. Yeah. What's the one that's in? Oh yeah, Kansas City. It's not in Kansas. It's in
0: Missouri. That's the thing.
1: All right. Sorry. Lincoln would be shooting his head right now. Me talking about (laughs) Missouri location. Not knowing that.
0: Lincoln should be here, but I believe there's there's a Kansas City, Kansas, and a Kansas City, Missouri. But this would be in Missouri. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Continue. Uh,
1: But they are cutting it indefinitely due to COVID. So they're not like ending the program. They're just like we have the COVID excuse. We're just not going to do that sport for a while. It's Mm -hmm. like, what? Like they didn't like have like an official like board of regents. Like we're officially ending the program or anything like that. It was just like, we're not doing it. And due to COVID. And now colleges are allowed to do that because low key in the small print of the latest like NCAA announcement when Mm -hmm. they announced, um, I think it's when they announced the locations of NSA championships. They said the minimum number of sponsored sports that schools need does not need to be hit during the COVID era. So mm-hmm. UMKC's is one of the first. Be like, all right, we're not doing track, right? I believe South Dakota State maybe also is doing mm-hmm. the same thing. I could be wrong. They tweeted out, like, save our sport. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, it's – Man, track isn't through, isn't um, isn't done, right? They they still gotta hold on through this crazy time to try to survive through what's gonna be a long winter, a long spring, a long summer.
0: And they don't have football at UMKC. This is not a situation where oh, we lost football revenue, ergo we need to cut track and cross country. But they are blaming it. I saw the release. They are blaming it on budget constraints due to COVID. So I could only deduce from that that they're talking about enrollment being down, tuition being down. So overall money into the school is lower than expected and then they have to scrap the the program. Is there another explanation for it that I'm missing? Hey, I think COVID is just the way
1: for all these athletic departments to start Come, have there come-to-Jesus the moment about, hey, athletic budgets are upside down and that it's yeah. time to fix it, right? It's crazy. Sports used to be like a club thing where it was just like, it was looked at as an, only an expense that wasn't looked at as like anything else. But then once NCAA gets involved and there's money involved, it becomes a business. And then now we're in this situation, you know? Anyway, so I wanted to bring that up. There's other news, too. Do you want to hear the other news? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're driving uh, the train
0: here. Keep going.
1: Yeah, ne- Nebraska, they had like a shit ton of COVID cases on their track team.
0: Did you see that? Okay, not good. Yes, I just saw that they are – was it was it double digits, I believe?
1: Yeah, 25% cases? of their team.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, and Big Ten's is next weekend, right? Yeah. Or is this next weekend. I'm losing track of time. Big 10s. What do you mean Big 10s? There's no Big 10 champs. Sorry. Sorry. I went to Big 12, and they used to be in the Big 12. Obviously, that's wrong. (laughs) Incorrect. Scrap that from the record. It happens. (laughs) My apologies.
1: (laughs) So, But that's the first time we're hearing of a COVID-related outbreak in track and field. It's kind of interesting. I don't know what to take from it. I mean, the kids are going to be fine. Let's just be honest. They're just going to have their asymptomatic case and then move on. I, I mean, so far, like, since college opened in August or September, of all the cases, there hasn't been an influx of, like, like bad cases, right? Like, the way hospital, yeah, hospitalizations yeah. or stuff like that, right? We haven't really heard any, like, and even even anecdotally, right? It hasn't even been, like, uh, anecdotal of, like, this one kid from a Division three. JUCO NAIA school who you know is an international yeah. student from whatever uh so that's yeah. the good news at least that when it does spread to young kids COVID doesn't really have a chance they're just kind of like they're there for the party and then they leave
0: um my other thing I do this is uh, what sorry what you say? well I just was I just was going to say I wished you univ- colleges and universities schools in general were a little more transparent about their reporting some schools are doing a good job releasing numbers and we see this with football. And then some of them are just like not saying anything at all. And yeah. I think when we get, when we get to the next season where more sports are, are competing, I think they need to get more in the habit of being upfront and transparent about that. Just, just so the the, the public is aware that's, I mean, I mean, that's where we're headed anyway. And I think if they want to drag their feet on it, they're going to end up getting to that spot, but that's all I have to say about it.
1: This is the 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 bigger news of all the news that I have. It's a it's a it's a it's a light Friday. I'll admit it. It's a, we're kind of you guys had such a great podcast with Warholm trying to follow up that it's not that easy. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the America East Conference, which is New Hampshire, Vermont, a bunch of other schools up there in the Northeast, they officially have canceled their indoor championships, but have officially scheduled their cross country championships. So they're going to have cross country yeah. in March, I think March 5th, but their indoor championships cut uh, done. Now they didn't say that they can't compete at indoors. I think they all said like, uh track teams can still do whatever they want to do, whatever they need to do, yeah. but they're not going to hold an indoor conference championship and Basically, I'm sure America East was like, all right, what's our winter plan? How are we going to handle this? What are we doing here, there? Oh, wait, we got to put like 30 people, like mm-hmm. 50 people from 10 different teams in a building over a two-day period. Yeah, we're not doing that, right? So it was just canceling. <laughs> so, uh, And I think they kind of feel better about canceling. Be like, hey, we're adding cross country, though. So it's not the end of the world, right? There's runners still get to run. Um, but that could be the start of another wave of cancellations in now indoor track we haven't really been talking about indoor we've been talking you know I was compiling all the teams that aren't competing across country and it's just happening mm-hmm. slowly over like a 3 week period it started with you know with the Ivy League and then it ended with NAU coming back <laughs> but uh <laughs> for one t- for one night yeah. only for, for one night only. But yeah, what are your thoughts on... Again, it's not a Power 5 conference, but it is a Division One conference. A Division One conference officially canceling indoor track and field.
0: I think it makes sense when you learn that Lincoln Shrike is on the board of directors of the America East Conference. Then that, you know, <laughs> that explains it. There's nobody pulling hard for winter cross-country in lieu of indoor than Lincoln. He's staked out that ground. I like it. I appreciate it. I think it's a precursor of of what's to come i like that they did the two at once though so they're saying we're taking something away but we're also confirming something as well i think it's going to be very hard to do indoor we've talked about this before not just the staging of the championships but all the steps that lead up to the championships indoor is great but i think people see indoors bonus and if they don't see indoors bonus right now then they probably should reevaluate and understand the circumstances that we're in and see that it is a bonus. I, I like cross country in March. i like cross country in March. I think, we' I think the three of us are all in, in agreement on that, that we want to see cross country in March, maybe for different reasons, but I think we're all the three of us to do the show. I think all uh, understand that, that given the constraints that are out there, but also given the, the way the sport, and the regular season works, it's just more compatible. It makes a lot more sense to have cross than than indoors. Or am I am I mischaracterizing your position there? My position? I want both. Well, sure. You want that doubleheader and I get yeah. it. Yeah, But, I, get, I, but I, think, I want the I, think, strat- I, think I want you, want strategy strategy if you had to choose what
1: Arkansas is going to do and stuff like that.
0: Anyway, well, was, if, if, if you had I had to choose, i will choose, choose cross. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, no, I want, I want both. I want both. So I, I hope this isn't a, I hope this isn't a precursor. I think even if we get it, as we said before, I'm probably repeating myself here, but maybe we have new listeners. If we do get indoors, it's not going to resemble a normal indoor season. Cross country is going to be weird because it's going to be set in a different month of the year. The regular season leading up to it is going to be different, but cross country, if everything goes to plan, is going to have one meet where there's 31 teams on the start line to decide the national champion for men and for women, right? And that's pretty much all you need to have a cross country season. Now, someone might quibble with the 29th team that got there versus the 27th team, but the big players will be there. I don't think we can say the same thing confidently about indoor track, given how complicated that qualifying process is and how difficult it's going to be to stage that meet. So given the choice, uh, I would take cross country because I think it better resembles the season. Um, I would love to have both. And I think we would just take we would take indoor with a grain of salt as this fun sort of thing. And you'd get excited and we get excited about all your spreadsheets and all the color coding and the point permutations based on what Arkansas does. And NAU and Sanford and BYU and everybody.
1: Yeah. I mean, I am trying to convince every Matt. coach I talk to. I'm trying to convince every coach I talk to, hey, tank cross country and do a rope a dope and go all in and on indoor and qualify your your 5 K runner to indoor because no one else wants to do it and then rack up the points. Uh but <laughs> um it so one thing I'm thinking is like so America East is trying to get out ahead of it and they'll be like hey we're cancelled we're trying to get out ahead of it we don't we're worried about having to stage some championship mm-hmm. right but here's the thing like that's what everyone was doing in arguably probably a worser situation which was more unknown situation which was July right we're like all right, we gotta get out of it we're cancelling football we gotta get out of it we gotta get out they're all we're trying to get out of everything right but there were a few mm-hmm. that helped Pat SEC, Big 12, ACC, and then a few that were like, oh, we're back. Like, literally, almost every college football program is competing in the fall, except for like two. um mm-hmm. So, I think the fact that we have made it through a football season, I think SEC is going to finish. Big, Big 10 is going to be screwed because they have no like.
0: We're just starting. I don't think we've days. made it through yet. I don't think we've made it through yet. I, I think we've. We've had some games, but I don't think – I mean, we're only in – Well, how many games I mean, is this for SEC? Just a couple, right? Yeah, but Clemson's played what? Like six games already? Well, yeah, ACC started. ACC, yeah. Well, they played what I'm saying head, is like, which I thought was ambitious. i just kidding.
1: I just think just kidding. that like the amount of like – I mean, even NFL, like they had a couple cancellations. But like NFL – like I'm not going to – like when baseball happened when the Marlins had the whole outbreak – Everyone was like, it's over. They're not going to be able to do it. We're in the mm-hmm. World Series right now, right? Like, literally, there was a time when everyone was like, cancel the season, cancel the season, and we are now about to crown a World Series champion this week. So, Right, but they that's because they, they wanted to
0: make a whole bunch of money. and that's the Yeah, difference
1: SEC, and SEC that's, wants to make yes. a whole bunch of money, right? So I think, yeah. and the NFL does. I think, though, that, like, MLB was able to do it with any. No, with no tragedy I think the SEC and NFL are doing it with no tragedies um, or even near tragedies or what have you but what I'm trying to say is that when we go into the winter season what argument will administrate like there's gonna like sure there's gonna be people like Ivy League they're like we're canceling whatever we don't care about it no matter what but like You know the coaches and like the administration and the staffs are gonna be like, well, we just got through football, we can get, we can do, we can keep going. Like, there we, yeah, we had a few bumps in the road, but that's all they were. They were just bumps. Let's keep going, and that's why I think that like indoor track will like still happen in like SEC, Big Twelve, world, ACC world, right? Because they were the ones who are willing to take all the bullets when they try to still do football and they survived or i think they're going to survive um so i i feel like they have no reason to be concerned if that makes sense because they they took the public uh pressure they hit the they had public pressure to not do it they still did it anyway and then they're actually executing the testing i mean rapid testing is even more i mean i i got a rapid test in one minute. It took like, you know, not one minute, but like took 15 minutes to, for the result. But like, I just drove Mm -hmm. into a place, no line and made a schedule.
0: Boom, done 20 bucks done. Right. So, um, I just think it depends on, I think it depends on two things. One, the state of the pandemic. When we get closer to indoor season, just nationwide. And also in these specific communities that are going to be hosting these meets. And two, it's a cost benefit analysis. You risk it for football you risk it for basketball because if you don't you're out a bunch of money if they cancel indoor track who's losing money i hate to put it in those yeah. terms but that's that's the reality of it so why why like you're just way more likely to go out on a limb and put a season together for football and basketball than you would be for any other sport at the college level
1: well then why is the sec doing cross country right now why did SEC be like we're canceling all sports except for football?
0: I think they looked at those specific sports and made like recommendations and guidelines and felt confident that you could execute them. But and also, I don't think they wanted the the additional public backlash that would go with oh we're only doing football. But when it comes time to the winter and a new season, I mean, I guess you could say well the same thing about basketball. But there's just a different risk when we go indoors. Um, could
1: you could you argue that indoor track and field is the worst sport for spreading the coronavirus? Yes, a hundred percent. Like even worse question, than wrestling, because wrestling you like more, you only have like two people in the building at a time, right? Or like, mm-hmm. but you could make it <laughs> so there's only like a few, a very few amount of people in the building. Whereas track, you yeah. can't do that.
0: Right. Think about all the close quarters and large groups of people indoor. I'm just thinking, think about when we were in Albuquerque in March for indoor championships. It was a, that's a big space. Albuquerque Convention Center is a cavernous venue. And there weren't even all the teams there, but you were still like bumping into one person and then going into another person over here. Yeah. It's just, you're right. You're right about the fall and, and they didn't just leave it with football um but i think that was more just because to sh- sh- show solidarity and not put football out on a limb i think that calculus though might change when we get to the winter and you get sports that are more indoor based um and honestly wouldn't i mean they'd rather if given the choice they'd rather cancel basketball than football basketball's a, a a small percentage well they're definitely the, they i know they're not they're going not, to but NCAA i'm saying though. if they did well no i'm just saying i'm saying yeah Just say we have a repeat of the lead-up to football, just hypothetically. That happens again in the lead-up to basketball. I think they'd be more likely to uh, cancel basketball because you don't hear the argument that much. Well, if we don't have basketball, we have to shut down our whole athletic department. But you heard that for football. That's what I'm saying is the difference. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering if this – yeah, I hope
1: there's not an avalanche. There might be an avalanche. I mean – now, if there's no conference championship, right, mm-hmm. is that going to be like an advantage? I mean, again, I'm still assuming we're still having NCAAs, right? But would that be an yeah. advantage for like qualification purposes? It's like, hey, a week out from – because that was the whole thing like – what was it, like five years ago, six years ago? There used to be like a qualification weekend after conferences. You had conferences and you had the last chance weekend mm-hmm. and then NCAAs. That's where everyone did their DMRs or – last minute time trials. We still get a little bit of that in like be you last chance for all the conferences that compete early. But if all these conferences cancel, you could look at it as like, hey, for the, the big people like, hey, you don't have to run your mile for your rinky dink conference anymore. You can go out there and time trial to go, try to qualify.
0: Yeah, I don't see any way where this is a normal indoor season, even if the virus disappeared tomorrow there's still the budget impact that's being felt. So the travel budgets would be limited and not many people would be traveling across the country to Seattle or to Boston. And if the virus does does persist, then obviously you're going to have regulations on how many people can be in meets or regulations on how many people can travel. But there's no scenario in which indoor 2021 looks like a normal indoor season. And And hopefully they can still do it. I'm just preparing people for that reality and again to talk about what's over your left shoulder not let perfect be the enemy of good yes that is (laughs) over my left shoulder there it is there it is i just and it's fine like we can do it but i i i think that the the time and energy just should just be devoted to like hey let's figure out how to make it work and some school some conference some event group is going to get the short end of the stick it's just inevitable but you kind of come up with the best the best case scenario, right? Like, well, baseball is different because of all the labor negotiations, but it's not like NBA was like, oh, yeah, we want to be able to come back and uh, only have a portion of our schedule and we're going to play eight-game regular season and then we're going to pipe in crowd noise. And, you know, they didn't want that. They had to make some sort of sacrifices, and some teams definitely complained. Some teams like the San Antonio Spurs, five-time NBA champions, did get the short end of the stick, but do you hear their fans complaining about how they were deprived of the eight eight seed because of the unfair scheduling. No, you don't hear that. We take it on the chin and we keep moving forward. So the same is true here. We need to be all in uh, on just coming up with the best, best solution and worst case scenario, cross country and then outdoors. Boom. I think those can happen. And if you told me that a couple months ago, I'd been like, yeah, let's do it. That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah. I do think there were some, uh, I did talk to one coach, who said that, like, hey, like, I think what they want to do is it's 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 all about an optic thing. I think these, like, coaches are going to try to put on, like, dual meets, tri meets, and if they don't, if the administrations and, like, the conference commissioners don't hear anyone, like, hear – we all we had track meet and now everyone's got COVID. The more and more mm-hmm. p- administrators don't hear that or see that email, the less likely administrators are going to try to be proactive about trying to cancel an indoor track championship. Like I think it's not on their mind, and I think that if the indoor season starts in January and things are just normal, like oh yeah, track's happening. Yep, yeah, mm-hmm. the track's happening you 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 basically are kind of hoping that there's kind of negligence in the administrations and the commissioners of like, because how many conference commissioners know how an indoor track meet is run? Like they, how many have even been to one where they can visualize, wait, <laughs> what happens in the armory? We're about to do everywhere. Like we should not be doing that. Yeah. Right. I don't think any commissioner like understands it. So I think a lot of track coaches, are just going to be like, let's just hope they don't recognize that probably we shouldn't be doing indoor track. But if right. we can just be quiet and never have any big outbreaks, we'll just do it and everything will be fine. I mean, because like let's be honest, like when we were there in Albuquerque, it got canceled. What like t- twenty four hours? Mm-hmm. If we would have had that meet, would it like the odds of us having that meet in Albuquerque? How? devastating would it have been like would you and me like I don't know like odds are most likely everyone in that room probably would have stayed the same if we just like hey, let just get it over with and then go right it's like we only got 24 hours we're already here we're already breathing on each other we can't breathe more on each other right it's not so but I don't know I think well, I mean coaches everything are kind of showing, hoping that they can sh- sneakily ha- yeah yeah okay.
0: sneakily ha- yeah and yeah. ha- and and maybe they do that, but it's tough to sneakily hold an indoor meet where you're like, all right, we got 90 heats of the 5,000. We're bringing in teams from all over. If it was a dual meet or a try meet, that'd be one thing. But that's just not how indoor set up. Yeah, that's a good point. That's what that that's Man. what makes it that's what makes it tricky. I think a lot of it just depends on what's the status with the schools by then too university like are they still are they 50% online are they 75% online um are they able to get get kids back into into the classrooms um one more story i want to touch on before we do a couple emails there was an ekiden in the united states a couple days ago people don't know ekidens there road races popular in japan with a relay component and they did one in the united states as i mentioned in Michigan, sponsored by the uh, Hanson's Brooks group, and it featured NAZ Elite, Hanson's Brooks, and a couple other teams. All totaled, there were seven teams on the intro list. There were supposed to be eight, but uh, Bowman Track Club was a late scratch. And Hoka NAZ Elite, Hoka, NAZ Elite gets the First dub. All, oh, Their team. Go
1: ahead. Before we talk about the results, Bowman late scratch. I want, uh, maybe this is conspiracy theory, but I don't think they were ever planning Uh-oh. on running. I think their COVID excuse was planned, that they didn't want to run. The odds of Jerry committing to, like, go to Michigan for uh, meet racing against Hoka, NAZ Elite, and Roots Running, and all these guys, I just, it's not in his DNA to, like, do these types of events and... I think people rightly were surprised when he said, yeah, we're doing it. And I think people rightly yeah. were like, okay, that makes sense. You're not doing it. I don't know. I, I know like, it's wrong to like just assume someone had entered a meet in bad faith. But hey, you know you're thinking it. Everyone's thinking it. And because <laughs> you're thinking it, there's a reason you're thinking it. You're thinking it because you have years of experience of watching, you know, Bowerman, like, Do like whatever go beat by their own drum and just not compete in whatever they don't want to compete in, right? And run three races and then they're at worlds, whatever. Uh but I think maybe someone's cousin's sister got COVID and they'd said, like, hey, six degrees of Kevin Bacon separation, we can't compete. We're out.
0: (laughs) That's what I think it was. I will admit when I saw them on the start list, I thought is this a typo? Because it would be so weird. They never race. They never race. And to enter a, a relay race in michigan against uh with no prize money against some teams there that are far below their level would have been interesting now they are running is mariel hall and emily enfeld are planning on running out there they're putting on a half marathon i know but that i could see makes sense you know they haven't had a racing opportunity Get out there and do it. But, yeah, this was – I was like, oh, that's kind of a 180 from what we expect from from Schumacher. In any event, NAZ Elite won. Tyler Day, Lauren Paquette, Roy Linkletter, Kellen Taylor, Scott Fable, and Danielle Shanahan. Tyler Day, that's his first race as a as a pro. What did you – what, what yeah. do you think his performance? He 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 won the opening leg. What do you
1: run like sub-29 something? Like 28 high? 28-46. What do you think Tyler Day's trajectory is going to be? Like, what? Who's his yeah. comp? Yeah,
0: he was on fire like, last uh, year. Is he like Hassan Mead? Okay, I can see that. I mean, that. I mean, that, that'd be a good that'd be a good career. He's made a lot of teams. Do you think he will? F- what place do you think he'll finish in the ten k at the trials in twenty twenty one? I feel like he's going to be like seventh or eighth. I don't know why. Seven, it just it just feels like he's feels like a seventh or eighth guy. I think. I mean, could he be Ben True? I mean, all the so Mead and True would be a step up from from where yeah. he is, and you know those guys aren't out there winning diamond leagues every weekend, but they've had really successful careers i don't know why he couldn't be one of those or does he go to the does he go to the roads right does he go to the marathon and does he become like a jared ward that would be another path
1: yeah i don't think he wants to do roads i think he wants to dabble in the 10 and 5 i think Mm -hmm. i think he might finish fourth at the trials really yeah I mean, if you look at the history of people who finished fourth and like fifth at the trials and the ten K, like it he is in that he's in that category. It's weird. There's like the cutoff for the ten K, especially on the men's sides, is very like there's the three and then like there's just like a clear you never have like a close mm-hmm. battle between three and four the way you do in like a fifteen hundred or even five K. Uh but I think he's good. And I think he'll I think he's gonna get fourth. Because it okay, reminds me of when Chris, Derrick, when Chris Derrick got – did Chris Derrick get fourth or fifth at the trials? I thought he like, did. Like when he was he? like his like junior year or senior year, right? His first year as a pro. Mm-hmm.
0: So who's on your team? I mean, are you putting career on the team, Shadrach, Kipchirchir and – Lopez. I mean, is True going to run the 10K? Oh, Lopez, yeah. Hmm. Mead, I don't see. Uh, yeah. I don't, I think four, I think fourth would be a huge run for him. I think fourth, would be, I, I would put it in the rank, range of possibilities, but anywhere between fourth and 12th. So that's, that's why I'll settle on. No, I think
1: he's good. I think he's, I think he's going to be a gamer and I think he'll finish between fourth and sixth. I don't think he's going to okay. show up and be a 12th place guy. Like, hey, I qualified.
0: The only way that will happen is if he's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Because, like, yeah, that's the, ba- yeah. That, that's the bad end. But I think the, the absolute best end would be fourth because he's, that's not an easy team. That's not an easy team. And I think – don't you think somebody else from Bowerman is going to run that besides Lopez? Besides Lopez? Like would, would, like would Fisher move up maybe and try to just give himself another shot? Or, I don't, that's a stretch for McGordy. What's first? More Ten, a, is 10K first? Is 10K first? No. 5K is first for the men I think. Ooh. If it is. Let me look. Let me let me double check that. You you and Lincoln are laughing. You got to double check that. Because if
1: 5K is first, then everyone is doing a 10K. Who doesn't finish top three?
0: Keep talking for a second, and I will get this yeah. for you. I
1: mean, I always think that 10K is only first. It normally is. Yeah, but I they, mean,
0: they, they switched it around. Yeah, men's 5K I mean, is first. Oh wow.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing: Would Tyler Day not run the 5K to try to be fresh, to have a little bit of an advantage over a few people?
0: Yeah. Well, who's on Would your? Anyone 5K do that?
1: Team? Uh, Cholimo,
0: Cholimo, Cholimo.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't Lamont? know who's on my 5K Can- team. I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, it just seems so crazy that LeMong is going to make both Olympic be make the double at, like, his age and time. It's just like... I love it. I mean, he was dominant last in 2019, so it makes sense. But, like, part of you just thinks there's got to be, like, a little bit of a regression. Like, and that he only makes one of them. I kind of only want him to make one of them, so then there's another person out there who gets to make a team, you know? It's kind of boring when, like bunch of people take you're up saying doubles it's, and.
0: You, you're gonna you're saying it's gonna be like legat in 16 doesn't make the 10k and then comes back at the end of the beat and makes the 5k or vice versa that's what you're saying yeah he'll get one not the other i kind okay. of hope i hope um, lopez, I hope lopez gets like
1: fourth in the 5k that's what i want him to get and then he goes on and like wins the 10k that's what i want to happen because mm-hmm. that will be like a cool you, like boom
0: yeah you like that story yeah hmm. I, I don't want to commit to my 5K team yet. You don't have to commit. I'm just saying, who are you thinking? So, obviously, BTC's got Lemong, McGordy, Fisher, Ryan Hill, all ran 13:15 or faster, and Woody, uh, and Woody, Kincaid. Oh, yeah, I was talking about this year. Yeah, so throw okay. Woody Kincaid in there. Then ADP has you know Chalimo, Kip Cheer Career might run it as well too. Then you have people like problem. you know. Yeah. Uh, is Ar- Arasa's an ADP right?
1: Is I don't Arasa know. I think he might be done. I'm not sure if he's still there.
0: Okay, well, he was under 1320 last year. Then you have Ben True. Then you have Drew Hunter. Yeah, who didn't? Uh, who made the team? Right, we forget he made the team in in 19, but had to pull out with an injury. Um. And yeah, then like you know meade. Yeah, yeah, and then the, and then the new guys like Klecker, and and Day, that seems to be the list. I might be missing somebody from that group. Someone and they're gonna find out. And they're gonna come and get you. They're they're, they're gonna put it on the bulletin board here. Uh, Riley Masters ran 13-16 in 2018. He was third in the U.S. But, yeah, I, I think Chelimo goes in as the big favorite, and then it's a mad dash for the last two spots in the 5,000. Yeah. That's how I would characterize. I mean,
1: Eric Jenkins right. is kind of looking better now. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Can't nice. forget about him. I don't you know. You need to
0: start your rankings. Can you start your rankings now for – I, I already, I've done do
1: the, what the, the rankings I did. There's what's the difference between the rankings I've done like in the past 18 months? Nothing has happened in 18 months for me to change rankings.
0: Yeah, they did. Grant let me look sure at my ranking. fast. Let me tell you why your rankings are wrong. Just kidding.
1: Okay, tell me why. Yeah, no, what's my I did the video game player rankings. That was fun. Uh, okay, I know but individual I US rankings. Men's... Okay, Go, so my last ranking update was January 14th, 2020.
0: Yeah, add a date. Refresh
1: those. What do we got? Yeah, but what? Who am I? Okay, let's look at my ranking. So nothing happened in the sprint events, to really no. Have go to the five k. Go to
0: men's five k. Okay, five
1: k. This is what I had. Wait for it. Load. Wait. I had Lemong Chalimo, Kincaid, True, Hunter, Mead, Hill, Jenkins, Masters. Fisher, Kip Churcher, Arasa, Fink, Boer, LeLang, Thompson, Tesema, Tyler Day, Connor Winter, Kyle Mao. So Day would move so you up, don't have obviously. Sean.
0: So you don't have Sean McGordy, a thirteen eleven guy on there? That's just disrespectful to him. It's disrespectful to Stanford. It's disrespectful to Diamond Track Club. Change your rankings immediately. Come on. I probably have Fisher's McGordy a- ranked in the I think I have McGordy as a fifteen hundred meter guy now. Okay, but he's gonna run have, the five. Don't we? Don't we think he's gonna run the five?
1: I have McGordy ranked
0: sixteenth in the fifteen hundred.
1: I have Jared Negus yeah, ranked sure. like fifteenth in the fifteen hundred. That's got to change. Show it's some just respect. hard to yeah, like okay. justify dropping people because it's like if you didn't run, I don't know. Wait, tell me your top five again in the five k. Okay, this was written on January fourteenth, so before yeah. L- literally indoor started. <laughs> I know it's, it's only based off one, of basically twenty nineteen outdoor season. Okay. Lamont Chilimo, Kincaid true Hunter. I think that's the way it finished at, at Lamong
0: USA's Kincaid. Yeah. And that's not a that's not a bad that's not a bad five. But I think yeah, McGordian yeah. Fisher would be right there. And I think I mean you'd probably you'd bump day up as well too. And if Eric Jenkins is healthy, you'd move him in there. Yeah. But yeah, five K is first. So five. So we'll we'll see everybody entering that that ten thousand at the end of the meet, which would be kind of exciting. What's
1: my what's what my ten K? Ten K was Lamong, Chalimo, Kipchurcher, Courier, True, Arasa, Connor McMillan, Reed Buchanan. Yeah, like I don't have Tyler Day 14th, so I'd have to move him up. But Mm -hmm. what was my marathon? Uh, How did I do on that one? Did you nail it? Marathon was Galen Rupp. Nailed it. Who didn't see that coming? Career 2, Jared Ward 3, Scott Fobble 4. I mean, no, that's what everyone was thinking, no respect- right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that wasn't – Yeah.
1: Nobody I've, had – I had Obdi. No, but, I had Obdi nobody had Obdi.
0: And I – Yeah. I
1: had Obdi nine. I mean, that's probably and higher had, than those people. Yeah. Jacob Riley
0: 26th. <laughs> Oops. That one you well you just switched Jared Ward and Jake Riley, because yeah. Jared Ward finished in the twenties, exactly, and and uh, Riley got in the team. Yeah, that's not bad. I I would have had Obi probably lower than ninth. You probably gave him more of a chance than than anybody else. Um, so we have some emails here. This I want to read this one real quick before we go. Kurt sent uh two of them. One's about the academy we already talked about. He says uh. He's talking about hosting cross country championships. He said, would like to see it go back to Rimrock Farms in Kansas. He says, I know they're not universities, but really love to see Van Cortland Park as well as Franklin Park in Massachusetts. Uh, he wants it to be in the Northeast. Uh, he says, Gordon is dead on. Hmm, I don't know if uh, Kurt is correct here with whatever he's saying. Next. I like
1: Kurt's thoughts. He's, Kurt's
0: a de- wise man. <laughs> Dead on with the rotating through all the regions, the mountain ones would be really hard for a lot of folks. On the talk of NAU being able to field more than one team the other day, I wonder if a possibility would be for some to qualify as one of the individual qualifiers out of regionals. Indoors would like to see it go to the new Michigan indoor facility. Have not been there, but it looks amazing. Ocean Breeze in Staten Island is really amazing as well. Armory is great, but just no space there at all. Outdoors, he thinks it needs to move around a bit. But yeah, how many want that? Icon Stadium in New York could do it for sure. I do love the track I run on, which is Princeton. They have big meets in the past. Washington would be big enough, I think. In Seattle, have you been to that new outdoor facility in Washington? By the way, since they built it, the purple track.
1: Yeah, I haven't no, been to it. It's not really a
0: stadium; it's just a track. Maybe there's another pur- new purple oh. track. I don't know. Okay, I didn't know if I didn't know if they actually built a stadium because that would be a cool like. I feel like w- between Washington and and Portland, you could build a a decent sized, good modern track, and then attract, you know, get some outdoor competitions out there to go in tandem with whatever's going on at at Hayward Field, because the options in Portland, you know, it it goes from like Eugene, it goes from Hayward, and then it, and then it drops a bit to to the next available facility out there in the Northwest.
1: It would be interesting if Portland or Adidas or Any of the shoe companies out there decided to build like a really good state of the art, like European style track facility. Mm -hmm. I mean, because we have like the Nike track in the woods, but that's not really spectator Mm -hmm. friendly. It's just cool for Instagram. But like, (laughs) it would be kind of cool to like build like this if Adidas built their own track stadium. Mm -hmm. It's like a local, like it's available for. You know the public, but it's like nicer to have like high quality meets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like, maybe a multi- you could use it, of- it could be like Portland University of Portland's home track, but then also kind of used as like the Nike track that they show off on and do workouts on. Mm-hmm. The what University of Portland to?
0: just got a track, right? Didn't they just get a track at UOP? I yeah, I, f- I feel like they were uh, new track, yeah, I feel. I think i remember in, it's coming in Oh, fall 2019. So it's there. Oh, oh sure. yeah. This looks nice. Yeah. It looks cool. But see, uh, it's right on the water. It's got bleachers on one side and then n- nothing on the other side. I think you could design it in a way where you're right. It's, it's practical, but also you could at leave options open to expand it. So that way you could have not massive meats there, but you know, you could figure out a way to put temporary seating for 10, 15,000 people there, but it doesn't need to be like that all the time. And you could uh, make it worthwhile because you have a lot of different options of how you uh, create it, structure it. Like I feel I like Portland
1: should have an
0: armory type facility.
1: You know, they oh, indoors. Have
0: like- so yeah, yeah. So there was lots of rumors with the new Hayward being built about how they wanted to put like an indoor they were gonna do an indoor track as well and then there was talk about okay well it wouldn't be in the new facility but maybe they'll build it in another part of town which always made sense to me because ufo does so well an indoor track i guess if it's not broke don't fix it but i think hey you guys are gonna do even better if you actually can train on an indoor track and you don't need that big of a space to to house one and as we know, University of New Mexico is selling their indoor tracks. You could have one for a low, low price right now. There you go. Outside does not come with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get the conversion. All right. We'll leave it there. Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week. Enjoyed bringing you the show. Thanks to Alon for producing. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll talk to you on Monday.